0: Hi, I'm Ian Richardson. Welcome to the Tech Talks podcast from the Iceway and sea Trade Cruise. Each episode looks at technology and innovation in the cruise industry, as I host Q&A sessions with tech leaders and innovators who are all working diligently to create solutions that will benefit cruise in a variety of different ways. As co-founder and CEO of the Iceway ecosystem of companies, I myself are very excited to be involved in new technology projects on a regular basis. Many of these are specifically aimed at helping improve the cruise industry. There's a lot of great work and effort going into new and cutting-edge technology solutions in the cruise industry as a whole. The objectives are far-reaching, from enhancing the onboard experience for guests and crew to increasing the overall efficiencies, both at sea and in port or destination. A lot of us are working hard to reduce wastage and to implement more sustainable practices, processes, and features. The Tech Talks podcast, We'll put a spotlight on these solutions and will include never before seen information and facts about them whilst also providing an exclusive platform to some of the creative minds who are behind them hi everyone this is ian richardson ceo and co-founder of the iceway and sea trade global's technology ambassador on this sea trade cruise talks podcast we're going to be discussing onboard displays and robotics and how these technologies are improving the guest experience. To talk us through all this, I'm really excited to have Tracy Estes and Jeff Wayland from LG Electronics with me. So welcome to the SeaTrade Cruise Talks, both of you. Thanks. Good to have you with us. So I guess we should just start with some introductions. If you both want to just tell us a little bit about yourselves and what your roles are at LG, maybe we could start with you, Tracy.
1: Sure, you got it. So my name is Tracy Estes. I work for LG here in the U.S., B2B division with electronics, and my specialty or focus is specific to fitness and cruise. And over the last few years, cruise has definitely taken the lead, so specific to cruise and fitness.
0: Right, cruise and fitness. Okay. And what about yourself, Jeff?
2: So my name is Jeff Wieland, and I've been in the hospitality technology field for about 20 years, and I'm the U.S. team lead of U.S. B2B robotics at LG. I've been in that position for this is my 4th year and
0: looking forward to growing this business at LG. Great. So I think the last time we caught up it was at Sea Trade Cruise Global in Miami a few weeks ago now. How was your time at the show? How was it for you guys?
1: Sea Trade for LG was amazing. It was the first Sea Trade after the pandemic that felt real again. Um it was full, you know, the attendance was great the interactions seemed significantly different than the last couple of years. So we at LG were super excited to see that kind of industry is coming back and ready to do business in such a way because it's such a great and fun event. For us specifically, it was a banner show. We planned to have some highlight products to draw attention, but wow, our expectations were completely blown out of the water with the engagement, not only was our booth well-attended, but the folks that came had great questions and they were truly engaged and wanted to know more about the products that we were showing. So I'll give a huge shout out to our trade show team and our product design team for giving us tools that really created a magical experience. If I could have every trade show be like that, it would be a success all the way around. Yeah, we're really thrilled. We look forward to the next one.
0: I imagine that you do work in a lot of different sectors. So there's a lot of trade shows that you have to attend. So it's good to know that C-Trade was a really good one for you. I mean, I thought this year was fantastic. Well, it was really well attended. As you say, it's it's a it's a good sign that the industry is really rebounding or rebounded already.
1: Right. Well, and also the point at which you look at your clock and you're like, oh, the trade show's closing already. Yeah. That's how you know it's a great show because usually people are standing around and can't wait for it to wrap up. But our entire staff that was there, and we had a good amount, they were just engaged the whole time. A little exhausted at the end, but it was worth every bit of it.
0: Yeah. Well, we always say, Sea trades it's a, it's a marathon, not a sprint. <laughs> you have to pace yourself and really, that uh, you, you're going to last the four days. As I said earlier, I mean, LG is a very well-known brand worldwide. I think I, I own a number of LG products myself, a fridge and a washing machine. But I mean, how exactly did you first start as a company to enter the Cruise Channel? And maybe tell us a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, so that's a great question. So LG Electronics has been a large player in the hospitality industry for decades. And I believe it's more than 15 years now LG has been owning and enjoying over 50% of market share in the hospitality industry. So hotels, resorts, things of that nature. So it was a really nice natural transition into the cruise industry because we had so much experience kind of managing it for our hospitality and land partners. As you know, unique options to serve in the cruise environment.
0: Um, yeah, absolutely. But the beauty of
1: that is all of the, the wealth that we have and part of what makes LG so magical is that it's not just um, great immediate products, but it's the tech people behind it that are constantly asking great questions for customers and constantly wanting to serve our customers better with technology that will help them get more sticky with their customers. And so the evolution went from hotel rooms on land to cabins in ships, but there were some specific technologies that we had to create to make the magic happen, if you will. And so an example of that is um, one of the differences between a hotel TV and an in-cabin TV is that LG conformally coats the electronics, therefore helping from prevent from rust and humidity and salt and air and things of that nature. So it actually lasts longer in the cabin, and we do that obviously on purpose. But our customers have greatly appreciated it because downtime is a big problem at sea, especially you know in your cabin and you don't have any entertainment. That is a challenge, and so we work very hard to provide those solutions in advance. So that's just one example.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask you if there's any cruise specific challenges you've had to overcome, but I think that uh, you've answered that, which is, is really good. Um, and, and maybe if we can focus a little bit more on the, the sort of you mentioned, uh, I think, some of the d- display technologies. I mean, what exactly are the types of technologies you're providing? Is it just screens or is it other things as well?
1: So that's such a good question. So our division is electronics. And I will say historically, most of it has been screens. But as you will soon find out, we are evolving into much more. So the way that I like to explain what our team offers, the cruise industry, kind of sits in four buckets, if you will. And bucket number one is in-cabin experience, and that's critical. It's so important for the cruise lines because that level of satisfaction, especially at the end of the day, has to be on point, has to be amazing. And so we have a line of TVs that are commercial, in crew specific, as I mentioned, with that conformal coating. And so we're really proud of our in cabin offering. Additionally, we have amazing signage products. And so that's digital signage that we, we call it public space, but it's really anywhere that a guest can roam on the ship that's not in the cabin. And the size range is all the way from tiny 22 inch up to 110 inches in one display. So our variety is um, just off the charts. We have products that have touch, um, and we have all sorts of just interesting shapes and sizes to serve not only the cruise industry, but all of our industries. So that's bucket number two. Um, bucket number three is, I think, a super exciting one right now, and that's our DV LED, which is direct view LED, and we have specialty for indoor DV LED. We have flat. You can do a beautiful right angle. We have all sorts of amazing options with different pixel pitches and different levels of brightness to serve because the cruise industries really do create this amazing experience. And DVLED is perfect for grabbing their attention and, and capturing their excitement, if you will. But in that same third bucket, we also have outdoor DVLED. And historically, we've done standard stadiums and things of that nature. But we were so excited to release at this trade show, our new product, which is GNV. It's a marine grade DVLED. And we worked many, many hours, many, many meetings over the last three years with our partners to develop this outstanding product that we've now installed and is gorgeous and holding up very well. And I really have to do a shout out um, to Videlio HMS for their partnership in that and their guidance. We just can't thank them enough, and we're super thrilled for this product to be now launched. And it was definitely a hit at the show. And then the fourth bucket is really all other things that are equally amazing, but don't fit in one of the other categories. And so an example of that would be our transparent offerings. And so we actually, yeah, we have a transparent TV, it's an OLED, which is amazing. And so LG just has a laundry list of fabulous, exciting products. And the fourth bucket, I could go on for hours about all the, all the exciting things that are in there, not to mention our robots.
0: Well, that's a nice segue. I was going to ask you, actually, before we get on to uh, letting Jeff talk, so talk about robotics, could you talk a little bit more? You mentioned this GNB product.
1: Yes, we'd love to talk more about that. So the item code for us is GNEB.
0: GNEB. And the
1: product right. itself, yeah. So it's an LG marine-grade DVLED offering designed to go on the outside of cruise ships. Right. Uh-huh. And we, it's IP67 rated. So it, it truly is marine-grade. Very excited to have it. We expect that it will mostly be used for outside movies and things of that nature. But the way that we design it, it really can be shaped in many different ways. So it doesn't have to be limited to that because we build it with 400 millimeter by 600 millimeter tiles. So it really has, in the future, we could wrap it around the ship, if you will, and have uh, you know the ship come in with lights at the ports and such. But um, the product itself is designed to be engaging and give the customers that already are experiencing this a better experience, right? Because it exists in the industry now. There are other brands that have made a DVLED for movies and things of that nature. But we took the time, and being last to market is often best because you learn from everyone else's mistakes, but we really took the time to make this right. It's, we were very thorough, and again, with that partnership with the HMS and their leadership on the specifics that would make it more durable, more engaging, and more easy um, for the staff to maintain and service. We're so proud of this product. So yes, it was the shining star at the Sea Trade Conference. We actually had it displayed with water running on the product um, the entire time. And so people would come by and say, you know, what's happening here? Water and electronics is not usually good. But it was very eye-catching. It really gave us a great opportunity to have really rich conversations about how this could become part of the the experience for the cruise line.
0: Yeah, I know. I, I yeah, I was on a, a ship uh, with my family. Uh, uh, I won't say which, uh, but they they had an outside screen. This was a, a couple of years ago now, and I think I, I, I we were watching a movie, I think in the evening outside, and this always gets me on outside screens or very large screens where there's kind of a, some of the pixel blocks are always black. And so you've got this kind of little spot there and with me being a techie and nobody else was noticing it. <laughs> I was I was looking at this little black spot that was always there, Did you know. Uh, I guess, does that sort of thing happen with this new technology or is it, I guess it looked like a kind of an older type screen that was, was there, but.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, that's a great question. And my comment to you would be, I bet more people noticed it than you think, right? Cause you're a techie. But even a basic you know, cruiser who's who's spent time, energy, and money to get on the ship, they want that, ex- that excellent experience. They're not looking for the average experience. So what we did, we spent a lot of time on the back end. And again, our partnership with Fidelio HMS and specifically Mr. Stone helped us with the, how do you quickly manage problems that come up? How do you quickly navigate that change? And so- within this GNEB offering. There are um, service tools and tricks, um, if something happens to swap it out quickly, as well as brightness, um, adaptation, and calibration and things of that nature to make sure if someone spots something wonky, we can correct it quickly. But I really have to do a huge shout out to our own LG team. Our advanced engineering department is truly amazing. And they were with us hand-in-hand in, hand in designing this product. So have to thank Gianni Ristano and his team. I just thought it was important to add that.
0: No problem. So let's come on to you, Jeff, uh, and talk about a little bit about the robotics side of things. How exactly have you leveraged robotics to enhance uh, and augment the, the onboard experience for guests?
2: Right now, we're working on certain sections of the ships, right? So... The robot helps assist the staff. We have Well, let me talk about first the robots we have (laughs) currently. It's a serving bot. So think of it as a mobile uh, tray. It has three trays on it, and it assists servers and uh, the restaurant industry. So it helps augment staff for doing the last mile runs and things. So instead of them having to go back to the kitchen, the robot brings the food to the table, and it frees up the server to engage with the guest at the table. So keeping them in front of the guest, enhancing that guest experience. And second, we have a robot called the GuideBot, which acts as a docent or a wayfinding robot. So it can guide you from point to point. It can answer questions. It has two 27-inch touchscreens on the front and back. So what that does is it offloads some of the repetitive questions that uh, cruisers may have at embarkation day. So they can go up and that robot can answer some of the the, the quick repetitive questions and then move the cruiser onto the ship, uh, kind of offloading some of that time from the uh, staff. Freeing them up to be more, you know, enhancing the guest experience. So those are the two bots. So currently, if you will, on a ship, picture a large ballroom um, where drinks are being served. You can have our serve bot going around, and guests can just take the drinks right off the bot, and it keeps going. Where it can collect trash and take it back behind the scenes. So it just helps augment the, the current staff. Um, so that's kind of what we're doing right now. So the guide bot is more for like on land at, at the terminal and embarkation and then the uh, serverbot is actually on the ship.
0: Right, yeah, because I was going to ask whether the GuideBot is actually on the ship or on land. We, so we, we can do import. it on the ship. If it's, yeah. if it's a large
2: area that needs some help, um, we can definitely do that. But uh, right now, it seems to be better at the terminal and, uh, and on land.
0: Right. And what kind of challenges have you had to overcome in developing these, uh, these, these robots? It's been good, great
2: challenges, It's uh, we, you sure. know, we have the same issues with the electronics, right, so the conformal coding, that's all easily solvable. The challenge is keeping up with demand and automating different functions within the cruise ship, uh, within the industry, because we'll get demands from all the different players that, hey, do you have something that can vacuum large spaces, uh, do you have something that can make a bed, we've had that request, clean a bathroom. So. It's it's kind of figuring out what's going to make the most sense and getting that in our product roadmap so that we can actually deliver on time. So everybody wants to automate everything, which is a welcome challenge for us. So keeping up is the main challenge.
0: So presumably, there's a there's a certain amount of customization that that happens with every client. So you you have a a robot, but it's it it, it can do a number of things, but you specifically fine tune those uh, that for that particular client, right? Depending on their request.
2: Great. Yeah, great question. It's exactly that. Every installation is a custom event. So um, every map we use onboard LiDAR um, to to navigate the areas. We use time of flight sensors. We use 3D cameras. Everything's mapping that entire environment. So we do an initial mapping and then we'll have several other uh, points of interest loaded. So if the, the cruise ship wants to make a change and have the bot cover a different area, they just choose a different point of interest and it moves to a different place. But all the pre-work and the customization is up front. And uh, if you don't do that right, uh, you, you'll, you'll run into some issues. So with our engineering staff and our partners in the industry, we we like to avoid this.
0: And do they need to be connected to the cloud or do they, I guess they need to be always have an internet connection or a local internet connection on the ship?
2: Yes and no, depending on the bot. The, uh, the serving bot doesn't necessarily need a connection, but it's, if you have a connection, it's better because we can pull more data and how it's used, you know, what, what it, when it needs to be tweaked, when it needs to be maintained. But the guidebot does need to be connected to the Internet all the time, which is a potential challenge on a cruise ship. But at, since we use them at terminals, we kind of have a, a more stable connection. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're connected and managed through the cloud by uh, our partners and ourselves.
0: OK, they, yeah, they sound um, they sound really exciting. Actually, some of the things that you can do in the possibilities and obviously the. The technology itself is constantly advancing. It's a relatively new field, uh, I guess, but you, you've obviously been in it for a while. Hence, you've got a bit of maturity there. If I
2: may, um, utilizing the prowess of LG um, with R&D in our, in our factories, we actually set the new standard with UL for the 3300 certification, which, you know, there's Roombas and all these other types of commercial robots out there but we actually went above and beyond to create the standard with UL because we're in an open dynamic environment that's commercial, and we wanted to ensure the safety of our products interacting in that dynamic environment with humans and other objects. So we sent the bench- set the benchmark with UL for the SKY certification. And what SKY is an acronym for, it's service, communication, information, educational, and entertainment robots. So all these Bots that we bring to the cruise ship into the hospitality industry—they fall into that category. So having that extra layer and that standard gives the the customer peace of mind that this is going to work the way it does. There's a lot of uh, product out there on the market today that, that doesn't care about that level of safety. So we went above and beyond to make sure that ours work and you can trust the LG brand.
0: Yeah, great because it is a concern that, that people have. Uh, great. So I mean, let's talk a little bit about. The future. Um, what does the future hold? Uh, maybe, uh, maybe you, Tracy, you can talk about the technology on displays.
1: Yeah, I would love to. So, um, the future for LG is bright and um, it always, always evolving. What our kind of double focus is right now is how can we match our customers' need while we're creating such crazy cool products. Um, so specifically. I think transparent is a big part of our future. Um, right. The transparent feature, if you will, is crazy cool, and guests, whether they're in a hotel or on board a ship, are just so interested in how it works and, and what it works. I have people come up, and we did this at Sea Trade. We had a transparent OLED, which is absolutely stunning, and the one that we brought to the show functions as a tabletop, so it has a base. You know, it sits there just as a TV, but it's transparent, so many people would come up and ask to have a selfie taken with it because they've never seen anything like that, right? But because it's OLED, it also provides this amazing image. So it's a double-edged sword of amazing image, but also transparent. So we currently have that on board a good handful of ships now, and they're using them in such engaging ways. So we're excited for the future of that. We can use that same transparent OLED, to design um, transparent video walls, or transparent elevator doors, uh, kind of anywhere you think of a glass application where you want to captivate your guests, we can use the transparent OLED and, and our team is amazing at supporting and crafting technology. Is it touch? Yeah, so we have both. Um, we have the transparent OLED without touch, but we also have it with touch. Yep. And that's very popular in retail settings when someone wants to Kind of tap to see more as they look at the super expensive product behind it. So, yeah. So the transparent OLED is just beautiful, but also at C Trade we had our transparent film offering, and so it is literally a transparent film that adheres to a glass panel and has micro LEDs embedded in it that shine through, and it creates such a beautiful and engaging experience that that again transparent and fabulous has really taken off and the cruise lines were super excited about it very engaging questions right now we currently have 14 millimeter pixel pitch and we probably won't go smaller because the more LEDs you add the less transparent it becomes so this is kind of the sweet spot and where it's placed it's just beautiful so i think for us the transparent technology focus is is going to be a big And then I would also say LG is um, kind of special in a way that our team and our technology supports all of our products very similarly. And what I mean by that is our WebOS platform is designed to be helpful to the customer. We also support the ecosystem that our customers want. So we work with their design teams and their consultants as well. But using that WebOS platform allows our customers to easily add content change content, support content, and enhance that experience. And we work very hard to make it easy for everyone to use. And so I know that's greatly appreciated because we hear it all the time from our customers. I would say that's number one of kind of futuristic, what's cool and coming is going to be an enhancement on transparent options. Number two is just all things DVLED, right? We are so knee-deep in exciting DVLED products for indoor and outdoor and i'll just highlight like the newest favorite one which is called magnet um and it's a micro led and it's just stunning um, i know it's not oled but it reminds me so much of oled because of the contrast and color and it's very very popular the price is is worth the effort if you will because what you get is such a rich experience for dv led so as you can tell you could go on for hours but yeah now, that's the two focuses
0: for the future. Lots of exciting things planned for the future. And what about uh, robotics, Jeff? What, are, what what does the future hold?
2: Yeah, um, I wish I could talk more about our, our product roadmap. But um, as we work with our you know large customers in, in the hospitality industry and all our vertical markets, it's just the collaboration between the two, the several to work to build these custom specific guest enhancing. Robots. So we're automating the mundane to enhance the overall guest satisfaction, and uh, that's where we're heading. And and to to just free up the the thing that really matters in, in whether it's a hotel or a cruise ship, and that's the staff, that's the service, because that's what differentiates the experience. And if we can free them up to be more customer facing, that's what we're doing with robotics.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, get them in front of the the, the people, and automate the back end. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Well, yeah, well, both of you, it's been really interesting to learn all about display technologies and what you're doing with robotics on board cruise ships, and also hearing about uh, where you think the future's headed um, for LG. So, I really want to thank you both for taking the time to talk to me. Uh, I'm sure our listeners will love it. So, thank you to both of you. And thanks. To everyone listening in, I hope you found this podcast as educational as I have. Tune in for more technology cruise talks coming very soon. Thanks guys. Thank Thanks. you.
1: Take care of you well.
0: Thanks for joining me on this episode of Tech Talks from the Iceway and Sea Trade Cruise. I hope you took something from it and I very much look forward to seeing you next time.